Hi, everyone. This is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. I hope that you are doing well. And today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about one of the biggest transitions in going from law school mindset into bar exam preparation mindset. And to be perfectly honest, um, this isn't just applicable if you are in law school right now. This also applies if you've taken the bar exam before, are planning on taking it again, and maybe you haven't fully made that transition from how it worked in law school and how it, you know, it shifts in bar exam world, right? One of the things that we do in law school is um, we, we read a lot of cases and it's, you know, one case law after another case law in one class and then you go to another class and then you have to read a lot of cases, you know, in order to prepare for that class and then for another class, you have to read more case law. Right. And at the end of the day, it's law school is teaching you a lot about the analytical mindset that's required to understand cases, which is something that you're going to be doing um, when you, you know, start practicing law. You have to read case law that applies to the specific law and set of facts that you have in front of you. Now, the performance test, right, is capturing that piece of law school. So for a lot of you who don't know, the performance exam basically gives you either an hour and a half for most jurisdictions, actually the majority of jurisdictions, if not all of them, are an hour and a half or a three-hour period. California, for example, one of the, the biggest jurisdictions uh, of test takers, used to be a three-hour performance test exam, but now it's an hour and a half. And in that hour and a half, those 90 minutes, typically, uh, what you have to do is read a set of facts as if if uh, it's a real case, right, um, you have to visualize it and treat it as if it's a real case. It's not a real case. It's an imaginary case. But I'm saying that you have to treat it as if it's, as if it's a real one, an assignment being given to you from a senior attorney, right? And so in that, you've, you're giving a file, you know, so just like if you were given a file in real life and like, hey, here's the case that I need you to understand the facts of, Um and as the associate in this firm, I want you to finish it in the next hour and a half and write something, right? And then the case law is given to you with some potential rules or statutes, um, you know, leading, uh, leading that section. So sometimes you'll be given a couple of statutes in the beginning and then a couple of cases, you know, two or three cases. And so in that, it, that's very similar to what you did in law school. That's, that's very similar. You read the case law and you, you work on extracting the rule so that you can then go back and analyze and write either a memorandum um, or an argument section to the court or an objective, you know, uh, just kind of letter that explains to the client what their options are. And so you, go, you analyze, right? And then you might do some, some fact comparison. Well, the rule is this here, but, you know, uh, one of the challenges is that in that case, these were the facts, and then these are our facts. This is how they differ. And you, you just provide back and forth analysis, right, uh, of what are the pluses, what will lead to your client winning, and what are some of the, the deltas, what would be some of the challenges as you move your client's case forward. You, you want to show that you know how to analyze both sides of the argument, right? The biggest change really is in the essays. In the essays, you don't have to write a single case name. You don't have to remember any sort of, um, you know, important case law. Uh, and, and I know that that's hard because for years, 
you've been, you know, taught to remember and understand like, okay, what, what was that case again? Oh, yeah, it was that important case. It was the pivotal case. Um, but in bar world, you, you will not have to write a case law name. Now, this is for almost all jurisdictions. There might be one or two that require some of that. But to be honest with you, um, most jurisdictions do not require that. And the reason is because it would just be too much for you to have to memorize the rules and then memorize which case law that came from, right? So you have to remember that this is about really being tactical about how you study, right? It's not gonna, there's gonna be a lot of uh, sessions that you take and practice guides that you use. And you'll see that the majority of them um, will not give you any sort of case law for purposes of memorizing all of the rules that you need for all of the subjects that you need to understand. And that is the biggest challenge for a lot of folks because they're like, oh, I've been so used to under, you know, memorizing what the case law is uh, and the important, um, you know, pivotal, uh, yeah, just just seminal cases that have come out that now I don't need to do that. And that's that's probably the best way that I can describe it to you. And even in the performance test, right, the case law is going to be given to you. So you don't need to memorize any case law for it because they're going to be given to you and you have to work off of that world that's been provided to you in the performance test, which is great because you don't have to memorize anything for that piece of the exam. The only pieces of the exam that you have to memorize for are the multiple choice, the MBE, and the essays, right? So just understanding that really puts you ahead of the curve. It's such a big, big, important piece that if you go into the bar exam and you're like, okay, I understand that I have to memorize a lot of the rules, right? Uh, so if it's for like torts, you have to understand generally that there's like intentional torts. That's one big section that there's negligence when something is not intentional, but there's been some uh, breach of a duty, right? And then there's other areas like strict liability um, and what are the defenses to each of these, right? And there's absolutely no case law that you have to memorize. In law school, when you take torts your first year, there is a lot of case law that you have to read in order to be, un be able to understand what the rules are. But in bar world, you just have to memorize as many of those rules as possible so that when you're given an essay, you can analyze as many of the issues that are provided to you. So maybe in law school, you might be given one, two, or three issues, right, that you have to analyze. Bar world sometimes can be two, three, four, five issues, you know, that you have to write about. So you, the rules have to be, you know, uh, quickly accessible in your brain so that you can, oh, I see this is this issue and this is the rule that applies to it. Okay, now I can analyze. Okay. All right, well, I'll leave you with that, but I think uh, it's it's important to talk about because I, I definitely still see some of that, um, you know, challenge in making that shift from what we were so accustomed to doing in law school to what we need to do on the bar exam in order to succeed. All right, well, take care as always. Wishing you great success. I'll catch you at the next episode. Bye. This episode is brought to you in part by Juno. 
the Collective Bargaining Group here to get you the best rates on your student loans. To learn more, go to baregzamgameplan.info and click on the Juno logo.